You shall not cover your neighbor's house. Covet. <laughs> it it is did, a French word. Covet. <laughs> Thank you for that. Do it. What's your favorite commandment? I really like you shall not murder. Yeah. <laughs> I like the 12 days. Um, sorry, we we're just coming in on what's your favorite commandment line. Uh, what's up, Neighborhood Church? We are here today and we are talking about day number 10. We've had an incredible 10 days of podcast so far. Um, yesterday, we went through the fruits of the Spirit, right? Uh, on day eight, we went through the Beatitudes, which was a wonderful conversation about the word blessing and what that means in our life. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Ten Commandments. And yet, yeah, Tavo introed us in this wonderful way to say, what's your favorite commandment? I don't know if it works that way, Tavo. And you said, do not murder. Was that your favorite you commandment? You shall not murder. You shall not. Yeah. Oh, you went to shall not. Shall oh, not. wonder. Okay, shall uh, not. That's yeah, wonderful. That's you shall not murder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jess, did you have a favorite commandment in here? Yeah. Don't lie. D- oh, Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Okay, no all right. Lies. Why did you look at me when you said that? You look like directly no, at no, no, me. No, no, okay. no. All right, I just want to make that. sure that you don't feel like I'm lying. You don't lie to me. Uh, I don't. She knows the does, truth. Does okay. Stevie have a favorite Stevie, what's your favorite commandment? So I don't know if I have a favorite commandment. My, my favorite way of looking at the commandment, so... When you, I don't know, I work a lot with kids. When you tell kids don't do this, the first thing they want to do is this. Um, and so I think it's really helpful in this day and age to really look at the commandments about what you can do or what you should celebrate. Um, and so one of my favorite things is like, obviously, you you look at don't murder. Uh, and and instead taking it and saying, you know, God, help me, help me to view life as, you know, something valuable and something worth protecting. Um, and so just really changing it around to instead of what I shouldn't do or can't do, what do I need to be doing? Nice. Absolutely. That works like 100% that with kids. When I was lifeguard, it was never don't run. It was please walk. Yes. It's they please respond walk. to the hey, positive way easier than the negative. Stop yelling versus, hey, talk to me softly. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. talk to me kindly. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. I love Interesting. it. Interesting. Let's yeah. go through them. Uh, yeah, you want to go through it. the 10? Well, so here's my interesting now. conjecture. No, that was going to be my prayer. <laughs> <laughs> here's my interesting conjecture is that I don't know if people know the 10 commandments. They don't like, know them as you find them in scripture probably, right? No, or I would think it'd be really hard for them to get to all 10, right? So sure. I do think it's important that we just kind of read through the 10 commandments. Um, but I want to give people the moment maybe on the podcast to pause and see if they know what comes next. Um, and then we can read it. We're all reading from Exodus 20, if you want to follow along. Um, So we're going to be in Exodus 20, and we're going to be starting off literally in verse 1. The title of this section of Scripture is called The Ten Commandments. But also today is a great worship session by Tavo. So we're going to hear a great song that relates to the Ten Commandments, right? And the Ten Commandments is kind of wide open because it was the original law from God to Moses. Um, While this law from God that was inscribed by the finger of God on Mount Sinai was coming to Moses, the people down, uh, God God's people down at the base of the mountain were creating idols and beginning to worship other gods. This was a big moment because Moses came down, and I don't know if you know this, Moses actually came down the mountain, saw what was happening, got angry, and threw the commandments on the ground and broke them. 
broke the first set of Ten Commandments, had to go up and ask and God, <laughs> can I, I can go you this get me a copy? Can I get right. a copy of the Ten Commandments? Mm-hmm. I managed to break them in the first five minutes. Yeah, but you're going to have to write all yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah, you write it this time. That's why he was up there for 40 days. Mm-hmm. Took him a long Took time a to inscribe in the stone. So with that being said, I'm going to read the Ten Commandments. And I'm going to go through them, but I'm going to pause at each part where it talks about what the actual commandment is just to see if our podcast listeners know, right? So here we go. Uh, This is Exodus chapter 20. It's going to be verse uh, 1 starting off, and we get into the commandments um, right away in verses 2 and 3. So, and God spoke all of these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Here we go. Ready? You shall have no other gods before me. Number two, you shall not make for yourself any image, what we can also call an idol, in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth, beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Woo, my goodness, this God, oh, wow, this God's coming after us. It's intense. Mm-hmm. It really is. But showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. And that is, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain commandment. Correct. Number four, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Oh, that's a beautiful verse. Mm-hmm. Remember rest is what it's saying. Is that the only positive commandment? Oh, interesting. I, I think the next one is also positive. Mm. All right. And here's the relationship all the way back into creation, right? Which happened on day six of our podcast. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. To the Lord your God, on it shall you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or your daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. Wow, that extended real quick beyond your home. Hmm. No one in your town can do any work. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. Question for our team here. Do you have a Sabbath day? Not during Christmas season. (laughs) Not during Christmas (laughs) season. Well, I'm glad that we're after Christmas season right now because then you have many Sabbath days. That's right. (laughs) But next year we will. Next yeah. year we will, absolutely. Absolutely. Stevie, do you have a Sabbath day? Monday. Monday, Sabbath. Mondays like are my, I try really hard not to do anything. So when I was, before I graduated, no. Um, it just was part of it, part of the process. But being intentional about setting aside time for rest is is incredibly important to I avoid burnout. I, I love that. I love that. I'm Can you open. imagine if God burned out on the creation of the universe? Can you imagine? Uh, no, I've I, never thought about it like that, but you know, he took time to rest for a reason. It was intentional and purposeful and gave us an example of what we need to be doing. Yeah. I think the keep it holy is so important. Yeah. Rest is holy, and we forget that often. So I like what you just said in the sense that um there's another positive commandment, but I do wonder thinking about like the New Testament and this relationship that there's a new commandment. These Ten Commandments are Old Testament law, which means that we have a God of wrath and judgment and jealousy, and it comes across in that way sometimes. But could we take this and really understand what it would mean if we thought it almost in a New Testament reality? And so let, let's jump down to the next commandment and see if that works and kind of like what you suggest, that it would be another positive commandment. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. 
That's a wonderful language, right? We can all receive that and hear it. Now, what would happen with you shall not murder? How would we receive that in a way that is positive of honor or remember the Sabbath, how those came across in a positive way? How would we receive that different? I think that's really the the idea of help me to accept the responsibility of protecting the lives of others mm. or respecting the value of the life of another human. Yeah, I do love that. It's honoring of the life of everyone around us, right? Mm -hmm. Christ came so that we may have life, right? It's almost this wonderful relationship to say that life is that important and it should be valued at all costs. Yeah, there's a there's a, a strand of thought about these things that that suggests that the, the commandments were 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 delivered to the people of Israel in a more rudimentary manner, mm -hmm. and uh, by the time of Christ. The, the 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 commandment then was 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 delivered in a way of, of, of delivered to more say psychologically advanced civilizations than the essentially hunter gathering tribes I guess they're not technically hunter gathering tribes at that point yeah. but they're certainly more uh, rudimentary than uh, uh, you know first century Rome right. uh, was for well, sure and a lot more social constructs were absolutely developed in, in like implemented, there was more accountability absolutely. to those um, expectations. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so the idea that these commandments develop into a general rule of thumb of loving the Lord and loving your neighbor, uh, it seems to fit in in my mind. So you have a very simple, like you might to a child, just don't do this, um, developing into a more grown up individual. It's like generally go about things in this general way, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and these Ten Commandments were given to a people that were just released from slavery, right? They're forming their identity well, as God's people. They're, yes. They don't have groups. They don't have community, right? Like they're discovering yeah. that in a new space, in a new geographic region, right? And understanding their relationship to Moses, right? Leading them through this with God in front of them. Um, the awe-inspiring fear of the Lord type reality. Yeah. The, the transition from working with people who are in kind of a survival mindset versus people who are in a community mindset. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. surviving and thriving yes. right? type of mindset. I'm, so let's go ahead. I'm, I'm struck by the way that the um, commandments are introduced in the first place where God says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Yes. And it starts with establishing a clear relationship yes. from which these commandments make sense because he's not delivering these commandments to any neighboring pagan nations. No. He's de delivering these commandments to those with whom, with whom he has a relationship. And so that understanding that we are bound by a set of, of moral um, tenets, by a set of moral ideals and behavioral even ideals that... We exist in us because of the relationship yeah, that we beautiful. have with God. Um, and of course, we we keep remembering that there is grace in our relationship. However, there is something to aspire to. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's see if this continues, right? Taking these and seeing the positive spin on these Ten Commandments. Um, so we talked about you shall not murder. The next command is you shall not commit adultery. What's the reflection on that one? Faithfulness, right? Like mm, that's a great word. The opposite of that is faithfulness. That you're committed, those promises, um, and that faithful is at the center of that. That's wonderful. Okay, the next one is you shall not steal. Giving 
pops right generosity. Oh, interesting. Right? Like yeah. Just, interesting. Yes, the yeah, I didn't go there in my head. Yeah, belong to right, me is giving. Like, you know, giving what is beyond mind what is yes, to someone else right? expected. Just, yeah, I was thinking more like law and order. We <laughs> need to live in a place where people do the right thing. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but I like giving better is probably a better friend. Well, I was mind. thinking the treasures on earth, right? Like we don't keep our treasures on earth. Right. So stealing something on earth is, is, is null and void, right? It's pointless. It, it's, it doesn't reach with us into the kingdom of heaven or into the promise. Yeah. And so, right. Live into the promise, right? Yeah. We don't need to steal anything on earth. The promise right. is greater and Also than that. in the, in the Old Testament, the, 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 the notion of well-being of shalom is closely tied to the notion of personal property, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I th- I think we need to have that emphasis on the value of personal property in the Old Testament for the emphasis on giving it away in the New Testament to have any meaning. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. All right, the next commandment is you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Now, this is a closely related neighbor or church. So, what would be the other side of this? Like honesty. Truth, right? Honesty. Truth. Truth. Yes. I will speak the truth. So it says love. false, right? Like false testimony. Truth and love is okay, right? I would speak truth and love, right? Uh, yes. False testimony is not okay. This is like when, when you're speaking false testimony or, or giving false, false witness is literally in a, in a criminal or even civil mm-hmm. court setting. Yeah. Um, it's why we take like that oath. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there are consequences. scheming against yeah. mm-hmm. other people to yeah. do them harm. So perhaps a good positive would be scheming with other people to do them good. Yes, mm. absolutely. Mm. I like how you said scheming to do good. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I tell my daughter that all the time. The scheming scheme. in my mind has negative connotations, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Which is right. interesting. Yeah, right. Right. But then yeah. to put the positive spin right. on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, also- like what your what your mom did in Jess to to get people to bring you gifts leading up to your birthday that's, oh yeah scheming which, for good uh, which i don't know when that is but that is <laughs> yes, scheming yes. in the positive sense right <laughs> that's scheming for yeah, good very yeah. much so. it, was, it was behind your back yeah absolutely yeah. for sure yeah, absolutely yeah. um yeah it is scheming for good and honestly I, I talk with a lot of people who've been through a lot of life experience and um they are highly creative in attaining or um having a result of their life experience being from things that they've done and I often tell them, I said, if you would just commit to that scheming to yeah. do it for good, you're incredibly intelligent, right? You understand the world and culture. You understand people's systems and values and everything like that. I said, you're just scheming on the wrong side. Like right. scheme that for good, right? right? And I always right. try to relate that to right. something different. Yeah, and when and when you understand the sort of upside down nature of the way that the kingdom of God works, having, you know, I don't know if we've already talked about the Beatitudes at this point or we're still going to. Um yeah, it, it, after Christmas, my mind is—it's a time warp. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, beatitudes were two days ago. Beatitudes were two days yep, ago. Yeah. I knew it happened at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so go back to the part where you're going to talk about what you're going to talk about. Uh, okay, having uh, understanding the the upside down nature of the way the kingdom of God works, and having talked about the beatitudes, yep. then then we can think about uh, the way that the person who is blessed the most is not the one who's receiving, but the one who's doing the giving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, we have one more commandment here, and it's you shall not covet your neighbor's house. And the second one to that, right, is in the same vein, but adds a little bit more. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. You shall not covet. 
So for me, that really goes back to this idea of if you, okay, see a beautiful flower, if you desire that flower, you pick it. If you love it, if you cherish it, if you want to celebrate it, you water it. Mm. It's this idea of learning how to celebrate the successes of others, um, the beauty in others, uh, the gift of sharing, and again, bringing in kind of that spirit of generosity in others instead of wanting what everyone else has, um, really being thankful for what you have and admiring the beauty of what God is doing in the lives of the people around us. Yeah, gratefulness was the word that popped into my mm-hmm. mind, right? Like just being grateful in your space, in your time, in your circumstances. Yes. Um, and then not looking across the fence. Well, right. and if you are looking across the fence, the fence, celebrate them. Well, I think to gratefulness, yes. Gratefulness for where you're at, right? And leading into contentedness. I mean, we talked about that content language. When we are content and happy, right? And blessed, right? And we're, we're taking in those beatitudes from a couple of days ago. Um, what is truly happening is we look across and we don't covet, yeah. right? Because we see that we're yeah. content with God, right? And then that leads to celebration, mm-hmm. right? It leads to yeah. this wonderful reality of let's celebrate with one another and hope too that they are too content, and what is going on. So I I love that we've taken these and kind of switched them into a language of New Testament because the New Testament leads us into a different understanding of commandments. Right. So if you look at the Old Testament, we have got 10 commandments, and then you jump into the New Testament, and and right off the bat, it's like two, right? Love your God, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? And then we just end with just love, right? And I think that's just foundational um, if we walk into this world of just putting on the the coat of love and all that we do and yeah. say and be, um, that these other ten um, are uh, are easy to achieve, right? Or like if that's the goal that we've walked into that space armed with the things that we need to um, to yes. do that. If we are loving fully and unconditionally. These are common courtesies. Yeah, yeah. Love God. Love your neighbor. Now, with this being a worship session, right, I think that is an incredible way to lead us into a worship on day 10. And you know, we're going to close out in prayer before we do that. And in uh, a spirit of love and a spirit of loving your neighbor, Stevie, would you pray about love and loving your neighbor? Of course. That's wonderful. All right. Father God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our world. And we just, we ask for a fresh new perspective on how to take care of our neighbors, how to make sure that we are looking at the world through your eyes and not our own, and understanding the value of your creation, whether it is the creation of the things around us, the people around us. Um, Help us to be full of gratefulness and full of love and help us to really understand what it means to allow your love to flow through us and make a difference in the lives around us. In your name. Amen. 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 All right, table, we're looking forward to worship. All right, enjoy Highway to Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Tavo here, and I recorded this after the fact on a different microphone, which is why I sound different. I just felt like this song needed a bit of introduction Um, as to what it's about. And no, I am not singing Highway to Hell. Uh, That was a joke. Um, I'm actually singing a song that's based on Psalm 1. Um, And Psalm 1 is one that describes 
the life of someone uh, who delights in the law of the Lord. And in, in our context, that really just means uh, uh, delights in getting to know God, getting to know Scripture, diving and delving into Scripture, and seeking to gain understanding about God and, and who he is and what he's like. Um, this song is also a bit of a mnemonic device, meaning it helps to remember uh, psalm because it's basically just chunks of psalms uh, put together. Um, and so it, when we're singing this song, we're literally singing scripture, and it helps us to remember scripture. And this is a scripture that is really important to remember because it says this, Blessed is he who delights in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, prospers. I hope uh, you get to enjoy this song, and I hope you get to internalize this psalm and uh, be inspired to, to live it out. So I hope you can enjoy it. Blessed is he who walks out in the counsel of wicked men. Nor does he walk in the path of the sinning and scoffing men. But the law of the Lord is his delight. on it he meditates day and night he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit and its season its leaves won't wither and all that he does he prospers blessed is he blessed is he who loves god steady by day or by night i will sing his praises come Blessed is he, blessed is he, love. 
tree Planted by streams of water That yields its fruit And its season Its leaves won't wither And all that I do I'll prosper Blessed is He Blessed is He Blessed am I, for I love you, God.